Hey, welcome, uh, welcome everybody to the uh, Radio Podcast. And today we've got something really fun. I mean, we've got some powerful women. Now, all these women got something in common is they both come to our training at El Mafia and pretty cool. So we've got Diane's here with us, and uh, we got a whole bunch of have introduced themselves, including Diane. And we're just really excited about bringing a, an all-female panel um, to all of you because I think it gives us all a different perspective. So. Here's someone to throw you in front of the bus. You ready for this? Me, you're going to throw under the bus? I'm going to throw you in front of the bus. All right, go for it. So, you know, what have you seen? We've, we've always had um, women. Man, we've got a backlash somewhere. Somewhere there's a, a device on that is we can really hear it bad. Um, Chris, is you've been in the industry long enough. You've really seen the female presence jump up. What do you – what, what do you think is it's done, doing, or could do to the industry? Well, I think, um, I think, well, I, I do think it's diversified the industry a little bit. So, you know, uh, probably not enough yet. I do think, uh, I think there's more to be done in, in terms of getting more women involved. But uh, I think it helps get the guys to step up their game and not in terms of detailing skills, but just in terms of how they conduct themselves uh, in the industry. There you go. That's a great answer. Diane, I mean, you, you, we've been around a long time. Um, I think they've taken the testosterone down a notch. You know, in some cases, there's not enough of you females in the industry. But I think, I mean, honestly, I think that the ladies that we, uh, we are seeing now um, have just brought a lot of class. And that was something that we didn't see mm. before. You That's know, it's it the 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 ladies that are coming in now, gorgeous ladies, but they're raising the the bar and raising yeah, the, the class level. Yeah, I think you know. I mean, I mean, there's always sex sells, right? I mean, we know that, but there's a lot of TNA out there, and I just don't think it's necessary. You can be a beautiful woman like all these women and be professional. So we kind of went a different direction. Sorry, ladies, uh, because I just wanted to kind of start it off on that. Um, I think. Again, I think, you know, ladies taking the testosterone out of it. Uh, I think that they've been able to, and I can't wait to hear some of the, the, the answers to the questions. But before we do that, let's go ahead and this is pretty beautiful woman like all these women. Uh-oh. So, direction, sorry. There we go. Sorry, that was something that went funny with Facebook over here. Okay. So – I'll try and I'll try and avoid that from happening again. Um, real quick, while we're dealing with these little bit audio issues, uh, ladies, if you don't mind, uh, just mute yourselves on your end until uh, until you want to speak up and have something to say. There you I go. think that'll help solve our problem. There you go. There we go. So let's go ahead and start with this. Now we're going to randomly we're going to randomly introduce people, but I'm going to go with the person I've known the longest, and that's going to be Diana. Um, she came to us, uh, dang, Diana, when did you, when did you come to training? What February year? February of 2015. Good morning, Renny. Good morning, Diane. It's great Good seeing you guys. It's great seeing everybody online. So, well, we're going to just go ahead and start there. So, uh, go ahead and ladies, just one after another, Diana, you go ahead and start first and we'll go right down the line. All right. Thank you, Renny. So, um, I'm Diana Balboni. I'm the owner operator of Into Details. I'm a one woman shop. Uh, when you schedule a detail, you get me, uh, nobody else. Uh, I keep asking the guys how much larger you're going to make these trucks because I'm only five, four. 
So um, yeah, Scaffold uh, uh, is, is definitely my friend. So um, I've been in Virginia, Sterling, Virginia, just like the metal, uh, Northern Virginia, outside of DC. A lot of stuff interesting happening here this uh, time. Yeah. And um, finally, our weather's warming up. We're getting some uh, some people giving us some phone calls and and uh, give us an opportunity. I've been in business six years, and just keep going with it. Uh, it's um, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. You bet. All right, from there, Sydney, you're next on the screen. So introduce yourself. Hi, I am Sydney Gwynn, and I am from Boise, Idaho. I too am a sole operator. I own. Um, my own shop that's in my home and I've been in business for eight years and I went through training with Rennie a couple years ago and um, as some of you may know I'm also a brand rep for PNS detail products and I love cars there you go and thank you guys for having us on this is great you bet yeah so Kelly you're next on the screen go for it oh no audio you gotta unmute yourself Hey, you got to remember, <laughs> it's five-something five in the morning in Hawaii, so it's a little early. And I'm, and I'm on an airplane tarmac. Um, yeah. I'm Kelly Mankin from Akiake Professional Detailing. Um, I've been detailing for almost 20 years, and I went to training in 2018 with Randy and Diane. And um, I really love, I, I particularly love aircraft and everything to do with it. Um, and uh yeah that's awesome i i, I love it <laughs> welcome jessica hey guys i'm jessica rook i am with final approach detailing i own and operate the business with my husband uh travis rook we have just completed training actually a few months ago back in january we were the first group in 2021 uh, but we're over here in the lansing michigan area just rocking it spring weather's coming and finally digging out of the snow and ready to take our business to the next level so you live in michigan and you're digging out and we live in yes. california and it's snowing <laughs> i mean if we're watching it through the windows right now it is snowing we're getting a spring storm in so uh, we're gonna hit 65 today so i'm ready to throw on the shirts and get out there <laughs> we're, close. we're close we're close well thank you and welcome so robin you're next on the screen hey guys good morning nice to see you renny and diane good to uh, see my you my name is robin sweet owner operator the detail lab chatham new york it's in upstate new york uh everybody's got spring fever here we just broke to 50 degrees yesterday gonna do it for a couple more here sun is shining um i've been busy i'm booked and it is wonderful. I'm loving it. I love good-looking, shiny, clean cars. There you go. Right on. Well, welcome. And then uh, Marcella, welcome. You guys, it's good to see y'all. Good to see you. Um, my name is Marcella Loza. I'm one half of East Coast Custom Detailings. I run it with my fiance, Chris Williams. He's part of the group as well. Um, I started my journey with detailing at SEMA 2019, where I met Sydney, I met Kelly, I met Diane, and just how loving everybody was and supportive, I wanted to be part of that. So I went through training in August 2019, and my fiance was the intern then. And yeah, I just, well, I've fallen in love with it since. <laughs> yeah, and you know, all of you guys are just kick butt ladies. and. You know, there's a lot of ladies. I wish we could have got the whole industry. And what we decided to do is these are people that we've we've spent time with, ladies that we've spent time with. We know them. And there's so many great females that have come into the detailing industry. And so this is just a 
a taste of the greatness. So with that, let's go ahead and one at a time. We're going to start backwards now. So Marcella, we're going to start with you. So and then we're going to go right down. Same question for all of you. Can I interrupt? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd Sorry. love to say who I was. Oh yeah, I guess you should. Oh. I'm used to. You. Everybody knows who you well, are. Well, when you said the person that you knew the longest, I thought that was going to be me. <laughs> but no, you train now, the longest. No, you said the person I've known the longest. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, she's yeah. it's she's the she's the not only the interior Nazi, uh, she's the husband beating Nazi. So uh, go ahead. Everybody knows. Diana, Diana, it was close. See. I just kept thinking, well, maybe, okay. I'm not used maybe. to having you here. Usually you're watching it. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I'm Diane Doyle. I'm the other half of Detailing Success, uh, IDA, founding, founding members, CD, SV, RT. Uh, Probably the first female to ever use steamers in detailing. Yeah, that's just true. I mean, you know, back in that really – Early days, it cost us a vacation uh, because I went and bought the steamer, and we hit, we couldn't go on our vacation. Yeah. So that I wasn't a real big hero at the time, but it made us a lot of money. So you know, yeah, it it. Um, so let's let's jump into it. So you were stuck with it. You, you didn't particularly like detailing when we when we first got together. I love cars. I just you weren't fond it of detailing. It wasn't it wasn't what I envisioned myself doing i you know just yeah. had no idea but got into it found i loved i loved interiors you know i love the paint it frustrates me that <clears throat> it's immediately wrecked when you go outside but that's okay uh and i just you know working with him it's just been it's been a really it's been a really a wonderful adventure and i love teaching i love i love working with the new people and the old and you know, just spreading that, so, spreading that, that passion. Yeah. So, hey, hey, ladies. So, what's her number one term? Anybody know it? Don't lean. Don't lean. Don't lean. Don't lean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a shirt. Says, don't lean. Who had the shirt? Marcella, was it you? No, it was, no, it was Maria. It was Maria. Yeah, that said, don't lean. Wow. So, um, detail your stuff. So, so now we'll go back backwards, Marcella. Um, you, you kind of, you kind of got into it in a stuck position too, though. Kind of, right? Yeah. So kind of, kind of, but I love it. It's okay. Yeah. So why detailing, and what what have you enjoyed about it? Well, honestly, um, I guess I wasn't that big into it in the beginning, but after going to SEMA and seeing how supportive and loving everybody was, like, I just, I started asking Chris more questions and being more interested in it and found out that I absolutely love interiors as well. Like it's just a weird calming thing to go in there and tear of it. So I fell in love with it then and started helping Chris out. And I told him, I was like, okay, well, I think I want to go through training. I want to go through and see what that side of it is about. And I want to learn more. And then from then I just, I can't stop learning more. Like I just want to know all the things. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, truth be known, I love interiors too. And if mm -hmm. I had one or the other for the rest of my life of what I was going to do, I, I love interiors. I, mm -hmm. I don't know why. I always have. So, Robin, you're up next. So, why detail? All right. So, my thing is I love the before and afters. And I love providing the client with 
a sense of love for their vehicle once again, you know, like giving them a brand new vehicle again. And uh, I, I missed in my 911 job, I missed having that before and after and kind of that sense of ownership when you've done a good job. Uh, not something we get too much there. So giving a vehicle back to a client and they're just, you know, smiling ear to ear about it and say, this is better than it was new. I love that feeling. And that does a lot for me. Um, and building trust with my clients is a, a big aspect. So that's why I picked detailing. And again, I love those shiny vehicles. That's awesome. So Jessica, let's go and ask you some questions. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in the auto industry. My dad was a specialized uh, mechanic and we grew up getting all of the show car shows uh, vehicles ready on Friday night so that they could head out for the weekend. Um, on top of that, when I met my husband, he's a pilot. We had our first business adventure was owning aircraft. We leased back aircraft through a flight school and fell in love with detailing aircraft at that point. Um, all of that was really personal to us. Um, but in 2017, we were presented with a situation in our family with my uh, husband going through medical issues and being diagnosed with cancer. And I had spent 15 years prior building businesses from the ground up and uh, really leading the way in business. So we came together and decided what's something that we love, we both love doing, and that was detailing and what is something that we can do and I can lead a business. So that's kind of where it all came together for us. That's awesome. That's awesome. Diana. There we go. So uh, detailing kind of found me. I think um, mine was kind of interesting. I went to a um, financial advisor in 2013 into 2013. He told me I could retire from my day job, which does work for the government. And I didn't understand how that could be because I had 10 years in, but I also hit the minimum retirement age. So that helped. And he said, so what do you want to do? I said, oh, you mean when I grow up? He said, yeah, so I want to detail cars. And literally it was out of my mouth before the brain age. And I think for me, it came back just as Robin was saying that since the completion, I was working contracts uh, with the government and there's no end to a contract. They always say you're one modification away from the perfect contract. So there was no completion, no finality. And I'm a finisher. I like to finish what, whatever I began. So, and I also had seen a guy, I sold cars in, in Southern California, Lancaster, California. <laughs> Um, in 1979 and 80, actually it's 8081. And the guy coming out from the back, detailing cars, was the one who I kind of take a car that he had and just restore it, make it new. And I love that. And I think it just stayed with me all my life. That's cool. That's cool. Sydney. Yeah. Um, so again, it, it, detailing just kind of found me, but um, I've always grown up around cars, loved cars. Uh, I was a trophy girl at a racetrack for several years. And the only reason I wanted to do that was just to be in the pits near the cars um, for it's always been all cars. So I um, worked in the dental field for 10 years prior to um, opening my detail business. And it um, that's kind of a long story, but it just, it literally just happened upon me. And my love of cars allowed me to learn very quickly. And then just my attention to detail, it was, it was a great fit. And so it just worked out. And I too, and I, I think my favorite part about detailing for me is um, whatever I start with in the beginning of the day, it ends. And so I look at, you know, corporate professionals around me and they've got these huge projects that they're working on for weeks and weeks. And 
you know, they come home with that on their mind. And so I love that I start and finish every day and every day is new. I love that. That's, that's awesome. And then Kelly, Kelly and I, I, Kelly and I just, you know, we were over in Hawaii and we got to, we got to sit and chat and, uh, I loved, I loved her story. I've, I've heard it, you know, one of these days we're going to have to tell the long version of it, Kelly. Uh, but, but, uh, why detailing? Um, uh, detailing, I was in restaurants for, you know, decades before I found detailing and I started out working for somebody else. Um, but honestly the detailing came with my lifestyle change to get sober and to change to choose a different lifestyle and so when and it is about that instant gratification of the um the transformation of the vehicle i've always loved cars i've i'm learning to be a pilot um all that kind of stuff but i and i love i'm an uh, aircraft enthusiast but um but really with my lifestyle change it it my hyper focus in my life kind of trans transferred into doing um detailing and i had a proclivity for it and um i and i enjoyed it i really enjoy the before and after and i love i really love transforming paint and rejuvenating it and 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 the clients having that relationship with the clients and having that um them fall in love with their vehicles again it's just um the the leveling up of of the energy and with the clients and with the transforming something i really love that yeah i think that's universal right so so diane you 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 kind of you know you met me i was into detailing but then what what why detailing you know like it it just kind of happened you know we we sold we had a business that i was i was running and it was 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it it was just, it was, it had just grown bigger than what we wanted. And so we sold that and um, yours had grown so huge that, you know, it was just an easy, it was an easy slide in to support and help you. You you just nailed something. A lot of people complain about how hard detailing is. And we, own, we, we had a company that was in the executive transportation side of things, and we, we did executive protection. Uh, detailing is easy because that industry, uh, I came home one day and I said, we got to sell it. It was so demanding. And so I wish more people appreciated just really what detailing is because you just nailed it. And, and a couple of you nailed it is that you, it's, a, it's an off switch. You know, executives come home and, and, and you know, we've both had something going on in our on, on our other, our, our weekend gig lately, and you can't turn that shit off. It just doesn't turn off. And detailing is a lot easier to turn off. I, I like the instant gratification of it. You know, you, you, you know, a pig comes through the door and out it goes just, you know, with new life and, and seeing how happy the people are, you know, I mean, with everything going on in the world, you know, people are, you know, up, up keeping their stuff a little better and, and to see them look so happy and have it be a new car for them and just seeing their faces, it's just the coolest thing. That's awesome. So I'm going to go right the next question, ladies, I'm going to start with Diane because she's got an, uh, she's got the ability as she sees and talks to you guys a little bit, but you know, there's a lot of spe- specific, um, 
challenges and detailing that it kind of throws out to all of us, male, female, doesn't matter. But I think that there's a few of those little challenges that females have figured out a little better uh, than their male counterparts. So is there anything that stands out with you that just kind of pops? A couple of things. Um, you know, with females, a lot of our clients are female. And females are so used to going into the mechanic or to the, you know, whatever, and being treated differently because we're females. Like, we don't know what we're talking about or whatever. And so, you know, it, it it's interesting for me to watch our female clients because there's already that instant rapport, there's that trust, that comfort level, and it's it's you know you're it's not an ego thing, and I think that's that's probably the 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 hugest part of it. And then you know the other the other thing would probably I would say, um, you know, our the challenge you know a lot of the females had was you know the the gals out there you know, selling the, the sexual, you know, showing the your, exactly right. And, and so I think that we've overcome that. And now the new females coming in, don't feel like that's how they have to present themselves. And so, um, that challenge, you know, was there. And, you know, in the last few years, I've just, I've been so excited to see these beautiful women you know, being respected for their talents, not what they hatched with. That's cool. So, hey, Kelly, we're going to go, uh, we're going to go back to you on this one. So same question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, well, I think, I think Diane kind of hit it. Um, it. I think women have, it's, a, it, it, it's funny now that I've been in it for a while and there was, I struggled with that, um, that tension or the sexual tension, um, and the TNA. And, and now I think it's really, it's, um, p women are being known for what they're doing instead of, you know, instead of being great women detailers, they're being known as great detailers, period. I think there, and I, I think there's a lot, I, I, you one would think it would be opposite, but I think there's less drama. I mean, the women really band together and I really love that. I love that um, there's not a lot of, um, you know, there's not a lot of behind the scenes stuff and the guys can kind of get into that gossipy, like it's, they're worse than we are, I swear. Um, but yeah, I think that there's a lot of support and lifting each other up and, and banding together and there's a little more competition on the male end. That's awesome. Another great point. Uh, so Sydney, we'll go, we'll go to you on this one. Yeah. Um, so I think that one thing, um, that I've noticed women do really well is kind of goes back to the building relationships with the customers. Um, I just noticed that like, I have a way different relationship and I think that certain, and that makes a big part of running the business so much easier just when it comes to, um, getting personal referrals and then huge on the education side. Um, I've been in other shops and tried to watch you know, men have dialogue with their customers and it's like, they're afraid to educate them. Like they don't want to share what they should do to take care of it. Almost. It's kind of weird. And so I spend a ton of time educating my customers, which builds a really strong foundation and a relationship that it just, 
I don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like my, you know, my customers of my retention rate is, you know, very, very high and um, getting referrals is so easy. And so I think it's just that talking to them and relationships with the customers, they really respond to women. And I, I've had a lot of them actually pull me aside and say, hey, I want to explain my difference with another detail shop versus you. And, and I've always thought that was really cool that they're willing to share that and that that they actually identify that there's a difference. And I think that's really cool. And I, I do think that that maybe men could learn from that. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Diana. Uh, well, I think that um, just as Sydney was just saying, I do believe that it is building that relationship with customers. And I think we have as women and detailers that are experienced and have the knowledge and the experience that we do educate our customers more so than what um, maybe some of the guys do. It's not a, it's not a competition. In other words, it's not a competition with that customer, I think to be one up and go, yeah, okay, I, I do know this or whatever, because many of many of the customers that I have, I do have a, a, a nice base of women who do come to me strictly because I am a woman and they want me, and I advertise that, woman-owned business, of uh, female detailer as hashtags, because I think women are looking for that. They strictly go out and go, gee, I'm not gonna have that issue that I've had before. And then with with uh, with the guys, I've noticed the same thing. They're looking and going, hey, and, and sometimes I think you'll get someone who wants to test you, that wants to test your knowledge, and you little, literally have to be prepared for it. So do we have to maybe have a little bit more educational learning? Sure. But that doesn't mean then that you've got to butt heads with them. That means you give that information that you want to give. I love it. I think I think that no matter what it is that you're doing in life, you have to treat everyone as your customer so that what you do is you learn to build a relationship. No, it's huge. And, it's huge. Yeah, it's, it's huge. I think that's, um, that for me has been my, one of my, um, uh, I guess even bigger realizations of things and what we can do best because we just, we, and we love to talk, at least I do. Well, with that, you know, Diane and I have always taken aim. We did, you know, Diane did a lot of it. Even, let's go back to my window tending company. I owned a window tending company, you know, way back when I was, you know, young before I met Diane. And my mom worked in the office and answered the phones. And that female, that female, um, I don't, you know, the, her charismatic, Diane's charismatic. Um, all of you on the call now, I think your ways about you is just it, it, it's magical and so when you know when diane came to the company it it we always had an above average above uh the, the the balance of male to female was always higher female and they're just females that are, are, are typically more um well they're more approachable and they're more loyal as customers you know so it, it, it's funny that you guys say that so jessica let's go to you next Absolutely. I think I, I mean, we see both sides of it. I, like the lady said, have women that specifically scout women-led businesses. I'm part of a women's networking group on Facebook that I'm tagged daily, regularly uh, for people that are just looking for a woman-owned business that can get their car cleaned up for them. And I think that that does establish just a level of rapport, trust, accountability right up front. Um, I also get the phone calls from the guys that, you know, oh, well, I talked to a guy on the phone 
other day. Well, it's my husband. He hasn't answered the phone. So that's me. <laughs> or the, you know, gentleman that will call and say, I want to talk to somebody about ceramic coating, or is there a guy that I can talk to about ceramic coating? Well, actually, that's me. I'd be happy to talk that over with you. What are you awesome. looking at today? Um, you know, we just, we knock that down right away. And, and like the lady said, it's not a, it's not a competition at that point. It's just, you know what, the rest of it, a misunderstanding. That's actually me. I would love to take care of you. You know, how can we, how can we get you set up? And I think that as soon as you kind of knock that down with a the gentleman, they're like, oh, okay. You know, that I'm talking to the right person here and they can really move forward from that. So I think that just, we have a way to develop that relationship that is very unique without the feelings and the emotions and the testosterone and whatever you want to call it that can kind of convolute it once you're approached that way to begin with. I like it. Robin. Yeah. Let's <clears throat> there she is. Here I am. I'm having technical difficulties here. It's okay. We can hear you. That's the good. main part. Good, good. So question again, that same question. What's the challenge right. in space? And I think so I think I'm right in line with like Sydney. Can you hear me? Yep, gotcha. All right, there we go. I'm right in line with Sydney and, and everyone else that was kind of touching on the client base and you know just building that relationship. Um, Sydney uses something she likes to call it like spa day for the cars, and women really relate to that kind of stuff. They love that, um, and when, when you remember them and you know why they called and what car they drive and you can have that conversation and make a connection with them. They love that. They'll keep coming back to you. Um, referrals are a huge part of my business. That's really where I'm at. And I'm just like Sydney, you know, it, it's easy to get business that way. It's, it's word of mouth and those clients keep coming back to you. Um, you know, and when you have a connection with somebody, they're going to tell 10 of their friends, you know, and, and that's really what's been working out well for me. That's awesome. Yeah. And then Marcella, Same oh, question. Marce Marcella's Can you frozen. Hear me? There we go. There we got you. All right. So, so, well, for me, so, um, a lot of it, I try to educate people. Not, I don't try to like tell them that I know more than them. I just kind of try to be like, oh, well, hey, if you do this, this helps it this way, and it makes people feel more comfortable talking to me. I know a lot of the time. A lot of my friends that are women, they'll come to me and ask me questions before they go ask their husband, before I say, hey, maybe if you ask Chris, they'll be like, no, well, can you tell me? Because when you explain it, it's different than them just throwing these terms at me. And it's it's really helped us a lot with kind of being on the same level as our customers and not being too, like, I know more or that kind of attitude, but it's helped me a lot with being like, okay, well, I can explain this to you and know that you're not gonna feel like I'm overstepping anything and making you feel like you're part of my family. Gotcha, I like it. So Marcella, stay on because we're gonna start this next question with you and then we'll work our way backwards again is, what are customers' reactions to you guys? Uh, do you have any funny reactions, positive reactions of you being you know, females in this male-dominated industry? Our customers love it. We are with the Aiken Driving Academy and he, the gentleman that owns it, gets so excited every time I show up. He's like, all right, let's do this, Mars is here. And he he gets so hyped that I'm there helping Chris and he's just like, this is so cool that you guys are working together. You guys are, like, it's a 
he's working on one, you're working on the other. He never refers to me as like the female counterpart. He's just like, oh cool, it's the smaller one that can fit and get into the nooks and crannies of everything. <laughs> That's funny, Matt. Diane, this will be interesting, your perspective on this too, because you you not only get, you know, the early days reaction of people what had people had, because Diane was Diane was was deep neck deep involved in our company back when there were very few females even involved in detailing. And so what have kind of been some of the funny reactions, you know? Well, you know, it's, it's the, you know, they, once they realize it's, it's that learning curve of, you know, getting them to understand that you actually do what you're talking about. And at this point of, you know, we really have to know our stuff and, you know, be educated because, you know, there is a little bit of testing going on, but then once they realize that you know more than they do, it, it, it definitely evens the playing field. That's awesome. Robin, same question. You know, I haven't run into anybody that uh, is offended by it, honestly. If anything, it's uh, everybody enjoys it. Everybody thinks, you know, kind of rocking yeah. it out as a woman, and, and they're proud of you for being yeah. a woman and being in the industry. So I have not run into any awkwardness with it. That's that's awesome. So it's been the opposite. It's been it's been supported. Have they really even made a, a stink about it at all? Is it, do they, they no. No. Not at all. No, nope, I don't hear any griping. See that to me, that that means that we're really hitting where we need to be. You know, I mean that's pretty amazing. So Jessica, same question. Yeah, I think that we have a unique uh, setting in that, you know, we're a husband and wife team. So we're naturally competitive people. And I think that that actually ends up coming out in our detailing too. Um, you know, Renny, Diane, you guys saw it in training even. I trained with three other amazing gentlemen, one being my husband, and I came out the she-beast, right? <laughs> yep, exactly we just it. have a, a certain touch and a certain way that we go about things that is unique. And I think that People like seeing that. They like to see it go back and forth, and they like to, you know, especially with paint correction. We had a, a, a consult that we just did a couple of test spots the other day, and we turned it into a little competition of who could jewel at the best. And of course, they won. But <laughs> you know, they just they really like seeing that. Well, it makes it it makes work fun too. You know, Absolutely. I mean, it, that, that, that's awesome. Diana, same question. So. I don't, I've not ever had anybody question me that was somebody that contacted me, but I like to give out, um, I call it uh, kind of like a one a day vitamin. I like to give out a business card, at least one person a day, somebody new. And, you know, I'll hand it over and I'll, I'll introduce myself and I'll say, you know, here, here's my card. You know, you know, anybody yourself need, need a detail. And usually the guys are like, Whoa, okay. And I'll get that every now and then. Yesterday, I, I gave, I went to the bank, new guy, new teller, hadn't seen him, passed over my, my business information, and he's like, wow, love the hustle. Because I had made the comment, he said, I said, well, you know, what, do you, what do you got? He's going, oh, well, I've got a Honda Civic, but I've got, you know, really bad spots on the fender, ran into something, maybe I don't have to have it repainted. I was like, oh, I don't know, let me go take a look. And he just kept saying, I love the hustle, love the hustle. So I think that's what's so surprising is when you hand that business card over and you introduce yourself and say, hey, I'm a detailer. Here, here you go, I'm a professional detailer. If you know anything, just you know, let me know if you got anybody. So that's the only time that I'll sometimes get the guys will go, oh, wow, okay. Or you go to a Cars and Coffee. That's usually where you'll get 
somebody who'll step back a moment instead of just, you know, and then, but then you'd get people that just was like, oh my goodness, you've got to be good because it, you know, women are always much better than, than the guys are. And it's really funny to hear that, you know, when somebody, oh, you know, oh, and you can get in, you know, you can do this or you can do that. And oh, do you ceramic coat? Sure. Absolutely. Do you, do you polish it? <laughs> absolutely. I'm not going to put your coating on unless I can, you know, polish it. So I think that's where you, you, you again, begin that relationship that we were talking about earlier. And I've not ever had a person that's called me um, second guess or give me any grief um, that I may not know what it is that I'm talking about. That's awesome. That, uh, you know, it's pretty cool when I take notes uh, as you guys are talking. And so uh, Sydney, same question. Yeah, so um, I would say that early on, I had some interesting reactions, never anything that I would consider negative, especially um, from men, um, have never had a negative reaction. I've had surprise and shock. Um, I think sometimes, you know, when I walk out that, or I would say early on, I think mostly now everybody knows that I'm female. I think early on when I was mainly dealing with new customers, um, maybe some of them didn't realize that I was female and when I would walk out, you know, I think I would get a little bit of a strange reaction. And then as soon as I'd start talking, I enjoyed more the like shock on their face, like, oh, she knows what she was talking about. And they, but they, but it was a good shock, you know? And so I, I thought that was really cool. Um, same with women. I think that for the most part, but my, my only one negative reaction was actually from a woman. Um, and it was kind of funny. And again, this was several years ago. I think things have changed in the last five years, but, um, I remember I opened my garage door and walked out and she looked at me and kind of like looked around, like looking for my husband or looking for a man to walk out. And I was like, you know, I kind of looked at her like, who are you looking for? And she was like, Oh, are you the detailer? And I said, yes. And she's like, I thought you were just the scheduler, <laughs> which, and so that's been the only thing that's ever happened to me in eight years, which was kind of like, um, but it was all good. She was fine. Um, but I do think it's come a long way, which I'm impressed with. So um, I think that's good. And I think that just that there's so many more women coming out. I don't think it's as, um, you know, it's, it's not as taboo as it was eight years ago when I started. So I think that's great. Chris had a, a funny story share. He had the same reaction. Did, did you guys, did you know that you and Chris have something in common? I didn't uh -uh. Right now. That, <laughs> Chris, Chris had really weird reactions when he was a trophy girl. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And, 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 I can see that. You know, yeah. People just won't <laughs> it, you know. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I've oh. seen the picture. I've seen the yeah, picture. Exactly. Oh, that's the you know, hair what, and everything. That, that might be a yeah. kind of challenge, you know. Is we, get, yeah. we get we get Chris out as a trophy girl to give them yeah. the way. Yeah, we love it, Chris. We just love it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got I'm gonna have to change industries now. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kelly, what's uh, same question to you? Um, I I think I got more reactions when I was first starting out because it was almost 20 years ago and it was really different then. But now, honestly, I get more reactions from women now. Um, and really, I, I think I try. It's kind of the verbiage I've. I don't tell people I'm a, just a detailer anymore. I always use paint correction specialist and it kind of elevates the kind of, it makes you seem like you really know what you're doing. And then you talk about different paints and, you know, European seam clean and use those buzzwords. Um, and 
there's le there, there's more of a reaction to oh you really know what you're talking about rather than focusing on that i'm a woman that's awesome i love that and then yeah, now you can tell everybody you detail private jets yeah look at it behind right. you i mean that's see so it and yeah, as we just came in and said i'm watching you yeah <laughs> and how cool is it that as we've been on this call the sun came up in hawaii you know yep. it's dedicated so hey last question and and this one's a big one is you know uh in 2020 uh there were more new business started by people over the age of 60 in the history of america um so we've got new people coming into detailing that are teenagers all the way up into their 60s uh we've got male we got female we got different ethnic backgrounds different class backgrounds we've got people now it's kind of like the military it's a melting pot we've got people that are coming in from they had money growing up we have people that were but poor so what would your message somebody coming in no matter where they're at in the stage of life or what sex they are what is something that you would like to send to them something that you just one one piece of advice that you'd love to give to them and we're going to go ahead and kelly we're going to start with you again right now on that one um i think that it's important in whatever you're doing that you have passion and that you love what you do and i think as long as you are doing what you love that translates so really be do what you're passionate about and enmesh yourself in it and so you can elevate not only yourself but the others around you i love it sydney same question okay so i have a shop motto so i'm actually going to share this because this is what my answer would be so this is might be backwards but it says work hard in silence let success be your noise oh, so that's my that's my advice. Um, and kind of what that means is just, um, you know, work hard and, and it'll be noticed. Um, you know, your success, whether it's, you know, as far as your family, your customers, all the way up to the industry, you know, your success and your hard work that you put into it is going to be what, you know, is your legacy. Wow. Well said. Diana, your question to you. I would say if I had a one, one piece of advice is don't think you know it all. Mm. In other words, continue to learn no matter, no matter what it is. Don't, don't walk into a situation and think, yeah, I already know that's no big deal. Don't need to, don't need to, to, to worry about that. You know, it's just like, you know, I'd always, I guess Rennie, you know, one of the things I'll always remember sitting at, at, at your desk when we first met and you asked me, what, what are you afraid of? And I sat there and I said, burning paint. And he said, when, you know, you work with me, you're not going to burn paint. Cause I'd seen it done on my own car. I saw where somebody had gone too, too deep on a paint, so-called paint correction. And the reason I bring that up is because I had always, you know, cleaned my mother's car and washed and did all that stuff and thought that I knew something and then realized I didn't know nothing. So it's one of those until I trained with you is that, you just have to keep learning. There's always something different. The product's going to change, you know, how to, how to deal, you know, technology is going to change, how we relate to customers is going to change, um, you know, and, and not be afraid. I think I would have another piece of that. And that's like, not be afraid to talk to people. And I, and I get concerned with younger people who are getting into positions, um, businesses, and they're afraid to talk to people. 
Yeah. You, you, you have to open it up. It's not, it's just not a text. Yeah, a lot of text messages are going on. Jessica. Right. Yeah, I think that, you know, in our household, we, we know that life is short and it can change at any time. It happened to us. It's happened to us previously. And, you know, with, with my husband's current health status, it could change again in the future. So I spent, you know, a lot of years working up a career ladder and chasing that next dollar or that next, you know, position title or whatever that next carrot was. Um, and I didn't necessarily stop and, and enjoy the small things and find that passion. Um, and to be honest with you, I was afraid to pursue that passion. I, I was scared when you work your way up for so long, it feels like you're taking that step down to have all of the you know, faith and trust in yourself. And I think you can't be afraid of that. You can't live your life that way. Um, I know that over the last few years for myself, I've really just had to be very conscious about changing that perspective and not being afraid to jump because I may just learn to fly. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a big part of what we, we, we lecture in, even in the training sessions, five days, we talk about it every single day. You know, you don't know when your journey's going to end, and you know, overworking just creates bad working habits. Because if you work smart and create those smart habits, you're going to be a lot more successful. So, well said, Robin. Yeah. All right. So, one of the things you mentioned just that one word, ego. Don't let that get in the way. Be confident. Mm. Be humble. Um, you know, being invited to this podcast today was like super exciting, but. Uh, I'm going to go back to do detail in this car behind me today. You know, I'm going to go back and just confident in my capabilities and just moving on, getting the next one in and out the door, keeping everybody happy. I love it. I love it. And, and uh, Marcella, Marcy, you're up. Am I? Okay, here we go. So I would say the biggest thing is to, like everybody touched on, kind of stay humble, but don't stop educating yourself. Always reach for just a little bit more because you don't know what you can grasp at. And then I'm going to set Diane up with a little, a little more. We're going to get a little raw here. Is that one piece of advice? You've seen me almost destroy myself by overworking. Um, don't do it. You know, simple as that. But you know, what are the things you've seen me—the good things and the bad things—in both of us? You know, we've done things good, and we just hired a outside uh, financial advisor that does smart things, you know, being smart about it. But if you had to look at this, you've got such an amazing picture because you see everybody that we train in the industry, but you see me. And it's, uh, it's an advantage of what I don't have. My biggest thing watching and, you know, throughout the years is – Placing a value on yourself, your health, and your time. Because, you know, as a as a as an entrepreneur, you know, everybody thinks that you have to work 24-7 and you know put everything in. You came into this wanting to own your time, and your time is owning you. And so the 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 biggest reason that everybody always gives is you know, oh, I want to be my own boss. Well, you're not your own boss if you don't own your own time. And allowing yourself to feel that from yourself is just, it, it, it completely defeats the purpose. Mm -hmm. that, that's why I wanted you to get a laugh. And I actually had my, my answer to this question, obviously, is that. But also, my biggest thing that I could tell somebody is... Um, 
setting of expectations because as far as you know what your client expects from you and what you expect you guys both have to be on the same page that's when bad reviews come that's when misunderstandings come in you just have to set those expectations so own your own time set expectations and meet both of those and set set boundaries cool that's good uh so before we adjourn kelly's sitting here she's trying to listen she's out in the wind at the airport but before we do this is you know robin i set you up when you're here in training is i i gotta hear that 911 voice come out you oh, know <laughs> i gotta hear that 911 you're you know <laughs> Uh, you know, Robin in a in another in another life was a nine one one dispatcher. Is a nine one one dispatcher. So, okay, ring ring. The phone's ringing. Nine one one. What's the address of your emergency? Oh, you didn't do it like that. Train <laughs> it at all. See? Oh man. Well, hey, ladies. Uh, I mean, I look at the screen, and you know, some amazing professionals. Uh, even with Chris in there, uh, beautiful ladies sitting there. You know. We're gonna. I need your guys' help finding a trophy. Uh, what do we call it? Is is a, a trophy girl outfit for Chris for SEMA. So that's I need your help finding me that that trophy girl outfit for Chris, man. That's my goal for SEMA. So, ladies, thank you so much uh, for anybody watching this. I don't care who you are. Is that stand up? It's professionals like this, and we've got so many amazing females that have come into our industry. This is just a tasting of what of what we've got these days, and it's amazing to see it come in. And they've brought such a, a new level of energy and professionalism to our, our industry. And I want to thank all of you for doing that, Kelly. We'll let you get back because I would say you're probably freezing, but it's probably look at she's in a long sleeve and it's probably ninety already. You know? We don't feel bad, Kelly. We don't feel bad <laughs> that you're in Hawaii. <laughs> Hey, it's 72. Wow. It's 33 here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can't feel bad for you. So, hey, everybody, you take care. God bless. Again, if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to take in. We, uh, we'd love for you to make a comment. We'd love for you to share it. Uh, and then also take in any, any subjects that you want to hear about. Make sure to send us over an email. You can send me an email already at detailingsuccess.com. And uh, so if there's a subject that's that's heavy on your heart that you'd like to hear about, or somebody you think should be on the podcast, let us know. We'd love to get in. So, Dan, I think that's it. I got to go make coffee and uh, uh, watch it snow a little more. And we'll talk to you all soon. Take care, everybody. Happy details. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody.